Hello, this is Thelma. I am the director of From Brokenness to Wholeness. From Brokenness to Wholeness is a faith-based, outreach, transformational, radical root ministry, serving pain at the root. Private pain, secret pain, domestic violence, sexual violence, grief, abandonment, you name it, from brokenness to wholeness addresses it. I want to share something with you today that I think you will enjoy. I will enjoy it myself. I do have more uh, podcasts out there. I hope that you will listen to those and pass them on, share with your friend. If you think that it is something worth listening to, share it. This podcast is just to be close to you. Just to be close to you is all I need. Over four decades ago, I met someone. And all I wanted to do from the beginning until now was to be close to him. That was enough for me just to be close to him. And just to know that he was there. And he was there all of the time because he couldn't leave me and I could not leave him. Yeah, yeah, that's that's love. I know what you're saying. I know what you're thinking. That's love. We spent all our waking time together. We spent our sleep time together. We worked together. We went shopping together. He would even go to the beauty shop with me when I went to the beauty shop. And if he felt like he needed to go to the barber shop, I would be there. We were always together. Always. We never parted from one another. If I went to the doctor, he was with me. And if he went, I was with him. We was always together. We ate lunch together every day. We ate dinner together every day. We ate breakfast together every day. And whenever I would feel like exercising, I did. And he was right there with me. When I felt like I wanted to get a little lazy sometime about exercising, he would encourage me to go ahead and exercise. Because he was going to be right there with me, watching over me, encouraging me, and inspiring me. No matter what, we was always together. If I didn't feel good, He had a way of making me feel good. That was so precious to me. If I ran low in in money, he would make sure that I got got some money. He would make sure of that. Whatever I needed, whatever I desired, he was right there with me. That's why I can so easily say, just to be close to you. I 
don't ever intend to part from him. And he's not going to ever depart from me. We'll be together forever and ever. Because I don't want anyone else. He is more than enough for me. I'm so glad that I met him at the time that I did. Because when I met him, I really needed him. He needed me and he wanted me. I needed him and I wanted him. He was the one that came to my rescue right there. When I had my daughter, he was right there with me, never left me. When I had a major surgery a few years back, he was right there. He told me that he would be there. When I went out, when they took me out under the anesthesia, he was right there holding my hand. And I was holding his hand. And he was talking sweet words to me and I was smiling so hard because what he was right there just to be close to you that is all I wanted to do was to be close to him if we sat down at the table together and we did he was there with me watching me eat my food in case I would seem like I was going to get choked. There wasn't a problem with that. But he was there with me. My children know that he is there. And my children, my children, they like him too. Everybody probably does if they know him. Everybody would like him if they know him. But I call him mine. I say, you are mine. I've never been loved like that in my whole years on earth. And I've been here a while. I have never known love like I know love now. I'm so glad that someone came in my life to love me unconditionally. Be, he's with me. Whatever I run into, I don't have anything to worry about because he is there with me. He just strengthens me. It just for him to be there strengthens me. He doesn't have to put his hands on me. He can if he want to, but he doesn't have to put his hand on me. I'm just strengthened just to know that just to be close to him. And he's just as happy as being close to me. We will never leave one another. All of the living days, we will never leave one another. I don't have to watch him because I think someone else is going to get him. He doesn't have to watch me because he thinks someone else is going to get me. We trust one another. We trust, we can turn our back if we want to and go in the direction we want to. But we don't want to leave one another. We trust one another. We are happy together every day. When I go to sleep some night, there's a smile on my face to know that he's there. And that I am thinking about him. 
and that he is thinking about me. He can't take his eyes off me. He won't take his eyes off me. And I won't take my eyes off him because he is there. Neither one of us is never going to leave the other one. Because what? Just to be close to you, just to be close, makes my day when I open my eyes, he's there whispering sweet words of love. And my answer back is thank you. I love you so much. Thank you so much. My love for you will never leave. And he says the same thing. Sometimes we just sit in the quietness together. No TV on. Not talking. We just sit in the quietness. The presence. Just to be in one another. Presence. Generate love like never felt before. I've learned a lot of things in this world. And my parents taught me lots of things. And they was great examples to us. The best that you can have. But they never told me how much he could and would love me. They never, they never, I, I don't know if they forgot it. I don't know what happened, but they never told me that. I guess you said someone has blown her mind. You are exactly right. And I'm not sorry that my mind is blown. I am happy with a blown mind. Just to be in his presence. It's enough for me. Just to be close to you. I will give you his name. Now I would release the name of my lover, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hope you enjoy. Hey, from brokenness to wholeness is 501c3. We do accept donation here. If you want to donate, you can go to paypal.com, type in from brokenness to wholeness. Therein you have it. You can print your receipt for your taxes, or you may want to do a much simpler way. Go to Cash App, do a dollar sign, K-E-Z-I-A, 1983. You don't get a receipt, reach out to me through Messenger, and I will see that you get a receipt. Thank you. Enjoy. Hello. This is Thelma from Brokenness to Holdness. You know me by now. If you listened to my podcast before, but I'm going to say it. From Brokenness to Wholeness is a faith-based outreach, transformational, radical, root ministry, serving pain, secret, private pain, domestic, and sexual violence, grief, suicide, relationship problem, you name it. From Brokenness to Wholeness does it. It is, it is a gift. That is within me, okay? Now, I'm going to share something with you at this time that I have shared before. But because domestic violence and sexual violence is at the top of the line with with from brokenness to wholeness, I will maybe be bringing more of that, I don't know. But it's according to how I, 
I feel led to do. I want to talk some about domestic violence. It's probably going to be two podcasts right behind one another. Because this is this is something that really, really just gets nixed to me. I, I mean, really, really. I have some information for myself, and I have some information that I researched. And I think I will start with the information I researched first, okay? So domestic violence is a pattern of currency, controlling behavior that is pervasive, life-threatening, crime affecting people in all communities, regardless of gender, age, sexual orientation, race, religion, social standing, immigration status. Abuse is never a love. It's never love. But they're going to use the word love. But it's never love. Never. Ever. It's actually to kill you. That's what That's what it's about. I'm going to give you some characteristic of abuse. And then I will probably give you some of mine a little later on. Uh, shoving and pushing you around. Slapping and punching. Throwing objects to hurt or intimidate you. Destroying possession or treasure object. Hurting and threatening to hurt you or your children. Disrupting your sleep pattern pattern to make you feel exhausted. Burning, strangling, attacking, or threatening to attack you with a weapon or gun. But here's the thing when it comes to that. The abuse started long, long before that. It started with words. It started long before this happened. Uh, It started with words. The words is a setup for this to happen. They start calling you out of your name. They just have a flare up one day. Just say, for instance, you fix dinner. And you ask, ask them before you fix the dinner, what did they want? And then they'll tell you, well, just do whatever you want to. You say, well, no, I want to fix what you want. So they finally come up with something that that they want. So you fix that. And you fixed it before, and they loved it. All of a sudden, just sitting at the table eating, they just push the food off the table on the floor. And it startles you because you're like, what's wrong? And they subject to say, you get this stuff for me to eat. Where you get this? So, well, I thought you liked it. I don't know who told you that. You understand what I'm saying? So it started long before all of this. And they call your name, yelling in your face, manipulating the children, telling you what to do and where to go and who to see, placing a little value on what you say, changing topic, not listening or responding, twisting your words, putting you down in front of people, saying negative things about your friends and family, Preventing or making it difficult for you to see your friends or relatives. Cheating or being overly jealous. Shifting responsibility for abusive behavior by blaming others or saying you caused it. They're good for putting it on you. Monitoring your phone call, text, car, and computer use. This is what statistics say, okay? This is not all what I say. Jeopardizing your employment by stalking or harassing you. Denying access to a vehicle or damage the vehicle so that the, that you cannot get to work. Withholding money or giving allowances. Denying access to your bank account. 
running up debt in your name. They, it is something fierce. It is so sneaky. It is so sneaky. You're way, way over in it before you know, realize that you're in it. And there's a word that they use because that is the word that every woman wants to hear. And that is that they love you. They love you. Let me do this right here. I have a hotline for domestic violence. Uh, take the number, either Google it and get it for yourself. The number is 800-799-7233. Again, the number is 800-799-7233. Now, here is my version of domestic violence. It is ordained by the enemy of your soul. Let's get this straight right now. It's not about love. I'm so sorry. Everybody wants to be loved by someone else. This is not about love, but they would say it. So let me get this straight. If you get out of a relationship, if you get out of this relationship alive, consider yourself blessed. Because if so many women could come back to, the, to life from the grave, they would tell you to run for your life. You're not going to change this. I don't care how you pray. I don't care how you pray. This is an abuser that was sent by Satan to kill you. Let's get real here. It comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. One of those three things, or all of them, are basically to kill you. And once you're out, don't deal with him at all. Don't make excuses for, for him, concerning him. Nothing. Don't make excuses. Well, he's better now. How did he get, how did he get better? When did he go get him some counseling? How, how did he get better? There is children. Find a way to stay away. <coughs> Excuse me. If there's children, find a way to stay away. Keep them away from the offender. Let me warn you of this one thing. They are the best fathers to the children that you ever heard of. Oh, they're not going to, most cases, they're not going to abuse the children. They're going to be good to the children because they have to win the children's trust. They have to win their trust so when they kill you and they go do a little time in jail, I'm just going to tell you like it is, then they will have access to the children again. Uh, this, this, this is really a monster. This is a monster to set out to kill you. But this monster is, is, is good. It's good now. When it's talking about love, I love you so much, I can't let you go. Watch him when he starts saying, I cannot live without you. I, I just can't make it without you. I know that you were sent to me, and I know that I have to get myself straightened up. And I'm going to get me some help because I don't want to lose you. It's a lie. It's a lie. I wonder sometimes how search women, and some of them are so beautiful, got into that violence like that. And then I thought, and I meditated. I said, because there is a brokenness that has not been acknowledged, addressed, or acknowledged. It's a brokenness, a weakness somewhere. It's a brokenness somewhere that's hid out there to take your courage like that. I've never been in love. I thought I was in love. 
I'd never been in love so much that I didn't know when somebody was treating me wrong. See, I've been in domestic violence, but I didn't stay in it long, okay? I, I remember, I'm sharing this with you, because my aim is to help. I remember my husband came in one night, and he had been drinking. And I was afraid of people that drink because it wasn't in my family. My family was a devout Christian family. So I didn't see anybody drunk or, or whatever. I didn't know what that was. And I wasn't told that before I got married that if he drinks, he might do this or he may do that. So he came in one night, had been drinking. And I didn't know it until I got out of the relationship completely. When I look back, when I heard about domestic violence, I look back. And I'm like, well, that's what I went through. But if you don't have any knowledge, then you don't have any power. If you have a phone, you can Google the signs of the domestic violence. We didn't have that way long ago. So anyway, he came in one night. I was at home. had been at home uh, cleaning up and getting the house straightened up and everything. And that was back when we was waxing the floors. People don't wax floors now. We was waxing the floors. Oh, my house looks so good, so neat, everything in place. Woo! Anyone would want to stay there and be a part of it. So he came in that night, had been out and came in. And uh, he started picking on me. And I would tell him, go, go on, go on now. Go somewhere and uh, go to sleep or do something, go on. And he just kept picking, kept picking, calling me out of my name. Oh, and I just kept walking, walking on the way. Then he got so terrible, he re went in the kitchen and got a glass out the cabinet and cracked it on the on the on the cabinet I, to cut, I guess, to cut my throat or something. So I ran from him, even though I was a little taller than he were. He was a little smaller. I ran. I was just running around in our little two bedroom apartment. Just running because I didn't want this crazy. Hadn't been married that long anyway. I didn't want this crazy man to, to uh, you know, cut my throat or stick me in my heart or something with it. So I ran, and I ran. So then I got tired of running. And there were a small lamp on my dresser in the bedroom. I had just purchased the perfect shade for that lamp. I had been looking for the perfect shade. And I reached and got that lamp. And I came down on his head with all I had, you all. All of my strength, I came down on his head. And ooh, you all knocked him out cold. Ooh, I was so afraid. Oh, I killed this man. Knocked him out cold. You understand me? When I knocked him out, I was so afraid I called his mother. So she got in touch with her son. And she said he should st he should stop acting silly, and they came over. Well, they didn't want to take him to. They didn't want to call the police, uh, the paramedic, because they was afraid that they would take him to, you know, the place down there that they have in jail, you know, whatever. So, the mother sent the son to get some medicine from the drugstore, and she put it on his head, and so he finally came to himself. And uh, when he came to himself, she told him, said, you all just stop acting silly. Stop acting silly. And so they went on. He quieted down. They went on and left. And look, he didn't mention it anymore, and I didn't mention it anymore. Neither one of us brought it up again, but he didn't do it anymore. 
But if you're going to do something like that, you have to do that up front. You have to have them to think you crazy. Now, I'm not telling you to do that, but I that was early in our marriage. And when he died 15 years ago, he took that scar with him that I put on his head. But he didn't try that anymore. He didn't call me out my name anymore either. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm not telling you to do that because everybody can do that and get away with it. This is a serious thing. It is It is so serious to be in it. And I, because it gets next to me when I just think about it sometimes. Because it's so sneaky. It can sneak up on you. It can sneak up on you. Let me give you that hotline number again. The number is 800-799-7233. May have to be on the phone a minute. I, I was on the phone a minute when I was checking it out. Um, Here's a words. They use some words. They use some words, and you will know exactly who you're dealing with. This word, I'm not going to say this word out because I don't use it. But you'll be able to figure it out. It's the B word. When they call you that, and you know that's not you, you got an offender on your hand. You have a killer on your hand. He is going to kill you. He's not going to stop abusing you, no matter how much you pray. Oh, my God, I hope you get out of it. I hope you get out of it. I hope you. Always keep an escape plan in your mind. Keep it in your mind. Do little things. Do little things, not sharing it with anybody. Do little things to prepare yourself to get out of there with your life. Because you will have to run for your life. Uh, my prayers are always with you. Don't stay in it too long. When you recognize some of the things that you have researched and what I said here on this podcast, you need to get out because you have your life. I have heard of them killing uh, women in front of the five children. The devil think he's sick. If he kill you in front of the children, he has, so say, killed the children too. The little eyes. Their little eyes, their little eyes witness that blood running out of their mother. Their little eyes is too much for them. And they're going to grow up with that image. Here come trauma, here come trauma, here come trauma, here come trauma. And most of the time, it's unaddressed trauma. Most of the time, it's unaddressed trauma. So what do we have here? What do we have here? You understand? What do we have here? We have some children that are sick. It's unaddressed. So as soon as they get up, most of them grow up to get a gun in their hand. Remember, there's unaddressed trauma in there. That brain has been affected. It's unaddressed. So they're going to give them a gun. And they're going to start robbing, shooting up school, shooting the parents, shooting in the street. That's trauma. That's trauma walking around breathing in the body of a human. And that's what the devil was intended to do. Remember, he come to steal, kill, and to destroy. But get out of it before, before you are too weak. Because it's going to continue to tear at your self-esteem. It's going to continue to do it. And you don't know at what moment he may go off. It may click anytime. I've had clients to tell me that 
the, the the husband or the boyfriend or whatever would tell them, I'm going to leave you alone. See, this is the human part of him. This is the human part. He says, I'm going to leave you alone because I don't want to kill you. Because if I don't leave you alone, I'm going to kill you. And finally, because of this, her mother was a praying woman. Finally, she got out of it after 10 years. But you know what? The saddest thing about it is that when you get out of it, sometimes you're not out of it. Take lots of counseling, whole lots of counseling. There you can use your prayer. Lots of prayer. Get others to help you pray. Because you need to be healed. You need to be delivered. Don't just get out of it with your life and have part of a life. You need to be whole. And then you will have a testimony to share with someone else what God did for you. Because here's the bottom line, sweethearts. He's going to kill you. I wish I could say, maybe you will escape. I can't say that. I can't say that. Maybe he's going to kill you. That's the maybe that I have for you. Remember, if you are blessed to come out of it, you deserve to be healed. You deserve to be delivered. You deserve to be loved. You deserve to get someone to pray for you. Because most of the time, there are children. Hey, you have to be the one to take care of the children. Take care of yourself. Your children need healing. Your children need deliverance. This, I mean, this is serious business. And I think society doesn't take it as serious as it is. Because when I researched this, I saw these people are not serious. They're not even serious. They don't even know because they have not been in it themselves. That's where you, what you get when you get a lot of people doing information. You need to be have been a part of something. That makes you the best. But my prayer for you is that you will be healed and that you will be delivered. And you are loved. And I want you to know that there is somebody in this world beside who you know that are praying for you that you never seen and you never heard about before. All right? want you to be blessed. You deserve. I pray God mercy upon you to protect you. You deserve the best. Because, remember, you get out of this, you have a testimony that will be so powerful to help others. Listen, be safe. You are loved. Bless your children. Bless your mind. Do what I said do. I'm trying to help you because you deserve healing and deliverance. All right. Bye-bye now.